0: Hello and welcome to Swing Smarter Monthly Newsletter. It's Joey Myers, your host, and with me today is one of my good friends, Jamie Savalos. I had heard about him back in twenty ten when he authored, published the book Positional Hitting. I actually saw him on one of the guys I was following quite a bit, Tim Ferriss's blog. Tim Ferriss did a blog post with Jamie, and that kind of put. Him on the map for me, I reached out, and since then we've kind of had uh, a, a good friendship, made, or made a good friendship over the years. He is also the author of the, his latest book, Swing Cheat Code. Uh, I know he got two out. One must have been the first edition. He came out with the second one. One simple change to your mechanics to start hitting for a higher, uh, higher, was it batting, at, or, um, batting average? Batting average. More home so my run. thing yep. must have cut it off. Um, and then he has also created a couple hitting aids. One was the MP30, MP28, more power 30 inch, and the more power 28 inch, which had a thicker grip, a shorter bat, and that was kind of where I had jumped onto his journey. And then recently, I think he's taken it. They've taken it off the market. Uh, the Pitch View, which is a pitch recognition hitting aid, which is actually pretty pretty cool. So, that's, that's some uh, uh, Jamie stuff, we're going to jump into some hitting, uh, so a good, really good hitting conversation, so welcome to the show, Jamie. Thank you, Joey. Good to be here. You got it, brother. So, hey, my first question, positional hitting, you published in 2010, and then yeah. these, the, the two other books, Swing Cheat Code uh, 1 and 2, you published in 2019, so there was a little bit of a break there where I think... In our past conversation, you jumped over kind of the golf for a while and kind of jumped away from from hitting, just kind of temporarily, and came back. And uh, what was the biggest eye opener when you came back on the baseball scene with hitting?
1: Well, the biggest eye opener, um, you know, I I have I've been kind of obsessed with figuring out the baseball swing. That's kind of been my, my life. Um, in 2000, and, uh, what was it, seven, I started working with guys. I was fortunate enough to work with major league guys. Like, I wasn't in baseball per se. Like, I was just uh, a guy obsessed with the swing. I, would, I, uh, I worked with baseball teams in, on some capacity, um, but mostly as the quote-unquote video guy. Like, I, I at golf courses and baseball um, and, and uh, you know, for baseball teams, minor league teams. And so it, it gave me, a, like, a, a background kind of – it was so unintentional, but what it did was it gave me an inside look in doing that. Like, I was just interested in, in learning more about the swing, really. But in doing that, I actually had an inside look at exactly how, at the higher levels, the swing was taught. Um, and so I had a little stint there from 2007 to about 2012, maybe where I was like giving lessons a lot and like working with, you know, high level hitters, all level, all levels, but, but, you know, I really focused on like the, the high level guys, um, and the major league guys. And like I said, I was fortunate enough to, to, um, come into contact with, with some high level guys. And, um. But I just wasn't really happy with where I was, like, in terms of my understanding of the swing. And like I said, this journey was about figuring out the swing. It wasn't—I never, you know, um, embarked on it. You know, no, I don't think a lot of us get into this field to to make a ton of money. Um, but uh, <laughs> um, you know, uh, but maybe so. But I didn't. Um, my my goal was just to to learn to figure out the swing. Um, and I thought that by, by going to the higher levels and filming, I, I, uh, I could learn a lot about it. So um, around 2012, I just, I, I kind of, it wasn't that I got into golf. I've always been, I've always been uh, looking at the golf and baseball swing together. Um, they've always been, to me, they're, they're the two most valuable movements in sports. And, and so they, they always attracted me. You know, I just always been in the movement, and as I got into where I, you know, into the uh, my, my 20s, I just uh, got into two particular movements, uh, the golf and baseball swing. So, um, so then I, so around 2012, I just, uh, I kind of backed away from it all and, um, and, and, you know, went back to the drawing board and thought, like, I, I want to I want to, you know, it's great. Like, I felt like I, you know, I achieved some outward success, and, and um, I had what I thought was, you know, at the time, it was it was uh, pretty, uh, how would you say it, um, kind of, I had, a, you know, just ideas about the swing that just weren't out there, and I thought could be valuable. And um, so I did... Uh, but nonetheless, I just felt like there was more. There was still more, and and I still. The biggest thing is I needed to figure out, you know, uh, how to get someone to achieve a great swing. I, I had, I had learned what it looked like, you know, what it, what separated a great swing from uh, from the other swings. Uh, what you know on video, like what it looked like, and and then why it looked that way. You know, I had I had pretty much that nailed um but i didn't i didn't have the best methods for getting someone to achieve it um it was always coming out a little bit awkward um they would improve because their positioning through contact was improving but it was it was not like it wasn't looking like griffey or or ruth or anything like that when they Mm -hmm. moved you know Mm -hmm. so i thought I just thought that there was something missing. So for those years, uh, it wasn't really that I got into the golf swing. It was, it was that I just kind of went back to I just kind of reclused and and tried to get away from from teaching so much because when you're teaching, you're 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 just kind of reiterating your your own beliefs, and uh, it's hard, you know, when people are coming to you for advice and asking a lot of questions. Like it's hard for you to really revamp because you're more taking the role of of instructor. So,
0: right. that's so, you yeah. That's yeah. A, that's a great point, man. And and I that's one of the things I really value in you is I you're very philosophical and you do like to get kind of into that deep thought and reevaluate and kind of use that scientific process, right? Where you you build a question, you have a hypothesis, you gather research, you do the you get the data together and then you you do a conclusion and um, I'm just, one of the questions that, that big question was when you came back, especially online, yeah. I know you were thinking about it. You like you said, you were recluse, but you, you weren't done with it. You didn't just throw it away. You were thinking about it, but I was always interested in to hear what your thoughts are when you came back, uh, back on Twitter and all that yeah. stuff. And, and what was the big eye, eye opener? Like, yeah. you know, you got yeah, away sorry. from it and you came back, you know, what, what was that? Yeah. What was that experience for you? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, and you're absolutely right. Like I really did kind of come back and and see the state of things, and it was kind of like a um, like I was waking up, you know what I mean, uh, in some sense. Because I, I really feel like it's just so necessary to for me um, to accomplish what I wanted to accomplish. It was really necessary for me to get off the vibe uh, that you pick up when you're around, sort of, you know the, the, uh, the vibe of, of the industry, the, the swing, um, or even just the sport itself, you know? Um, so yeah, I did. And, uh, when I came back, um, you know, uh, what was, what was different, um, what was an eye opener to me? Uh, well, I I would have to say, uh, just sort of the the uh, some of the the you know I actually I, I am somewhat impressed with with what how the swings being taught by some people, um, but there are other people that seem to have not even like looked at video for more than ten minutes. I, I got to be <laughs> honestly like, like I just um, the first I would say five years that I was really serious in this about you know making this a quote unquote profession um i uh i was really just i just looked at video all the time and i was so proud of my laptop (laughs) um i would you know bring it everywhere i had the v1 system on it um even back then uh i actually um it was said that i that i that i downloaded it uh Um, from the golf course I worked at, but I'm not sure if that was true. But, uh, anyways, it was, it was just like my, my love, my computer and I would film people's swings, you know, on the golf course or the baseball field. Like I was filming everyone's swing. My swing would get filmed a hundred times, you know, Mm -hmm. a day. Um, and I was just, you know, my head was just in the video. Um, and I think that a lot of guys these days, they, they, uh, they don't, they, they just, look, I don't expect people to do what I did. Like, I, I just like to go crazy with what I'm into. I, I like to get into it, like, like crazy, you know? And so I don't really expect that. But, like, you know, a lot, a lot of guys just don't do, they're not curious, Joey. Right. That, that's really what it is. Like, they're just not that curious. So I would say that the biggest surprise is that, that a certain swing whereby you know um, you swing as if you had a swing rail uh, mm-hmm. on your I don't even know where that thing goes but but like that particular swing is is actually still being taught and it doesn't take much time on the video to to realize that you know there actually is a correlation between that type of swing and and poorer hitting you know right um so so just i I would say the video you know just does not not looking the video is so valuable it's so valuable like it's being under appreciated and undervalued now because of launch angle and exit velocity but i gotta tell you those are numbers on a page right you know, so uh, there's another one I was surprised. at. I didn't know anything about launch angle and exit velocity, by the way. I, I, so I came back and kind of, you know, woke up and and these were like being thrown around. It took me a few months to even know what they were or to even realize that I should be paying attention to them.
0: Or there's, you know, ide- like, or there's an ideology behind launch angle and what that means. And
1: yeah, I mean, like I thought, man, I got, I got to look into like what all this means and. There wasn't all that much looking into it. Like people were just like, "Yeah, long angle swing," <laughs> and it's like, "Wait, what? Okay. Uh, what does that mean? So, yeah. Uh, so you you, you know, um, mm-hmm. there's just not a whole lot of. Um, uh, th- there's very qu- it's very quick to come to conclusions. That's the that's probably the biggest thing. It's it's just very, you know, quick to to kind of come to. Conclusions about things, and um, I, I don't find that to be, I don't find that to be helpful. You know, I think that. Hold on, just that. Yep. um, I'm getting another call, and it's distracting me. Um, Yeah, yeah, I just, I just feel like uh, my process has always been, prove it. Right. You know, to myself. I'm saying that to myself, like you you have this hypothesis about the swing now prove it and and if it has any flaw then you know it's it's probably uh, i just i just it has to be perfect before i move on like i'm not just going to come to a hypothesis and then
0: declare it you know uh, <laughs> the winner the, win- eight, yeah, declare the winner. To, yeah without without doing the actual test <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. And I, that was the biggest eye opener for me too, and I, that's when I first started, kind of back in 2013. Branched away, uh, I went on my own, and it was that the idea that people weren't testing stuff, they weren't taking some of the things at the time. Zepp, which has kind of gone out of business, or they were sued out of business, I guess. And and then you have Blast Motion now. You have those kind of knob trackers, and uh, nobody were nobody were, w- was doing swing experiments where you can take one mechanic and take the opposite, doing the opposite, mm-hmm. like what Tim Ferriss says, and, and yep. testing it, you know, there, there's yep. none of that. And even now, it's not really happening. It doesn't really matter if you're hitting on a hit tracks and you've got all these launch angle numbers and ball exit speed numbers. Just because you've got numbers for number's number doesn't mean anything. And the numbers, we always say, are stupid, and you need a brain to pull context out of the numbers. So, yeah, oh man, I had a great launch angle on that one. Oh, I got a higher ball exit speed, well why? What causes, what are the correlations that causes a ball exit speed to go up versus go down? What causes a uh, launch angle to be in a certain area to be cons- in, uh, consistent or inconsistent? What is it in the mechanics that's causing <clears throat> right the, the direct correlation of what those numbers mean and how you can adjust them? Uh, you can move those numbers. You can move the averages of those numbers. That's, the, that's where everything should be, and I, I don't think it's gone that far yet. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree.
1: And and you, you do a lot of that testing, and, um, you know, that's that's what's needed, you know, that more of that.
0: So, you, I re- I've i seen you <clears throat> recently put in a bunch of YouTube videos, and I really urge people to go to YouTube and, and put in Jamie Savalos, check out his videos uh, and on his page, subscribe to him. And I've noticed you've been doing some research on some people's uh, like their hitting theories philosophies and you're doing kind of like a a review of those so in recent uh, recent memory in the next or in the last like week or two what are some key aha moments you realized about hitting or about the swing you don't necessarily have to uh, reveal the person that you were you were reviewing but maybe some like Aha moments, as in good, like raise your eyebrows. Oh, that's cool. That that inter- that's inter- interesting to me. Or aha moments, like oh my gosh, this is horrible.
1: Well, I had never, you know, i had i heard of Steve Englishby, mm-hmm. and I'm just going by by, uh,
0: you know, the this is just one. a
1: recent, yeah, yeah just a I recent. Saw. Um, I had heard of him, um, but I just never, you know, when I, when my head was deep in in the stuff, I like I wasn't I wasn't about to go see what other people were. Or teaching necessarily. Um, uh, but I finally looked into him. Someone uh, asked me to, to look into him and man, we're, we're, um, very similar in, in at least the, ver- the first stepping stone that you have to hurdle to, to figure out the swing, which is what is the look, what is the look that separates, uh, the, you know, a great swing from, from the rest. And, um, you know, he, he has come to, to find uh, a very similar look. So I was really impressed by that. Like I said, I mean, most of the time when I, when I look at some of these guys who, who are teaching a lot, like it, it's, it's very swing rally, their, their swing, yeah. you know, that what they advocate and, um, hands directly to the ball type of swing and, um, and more, you know, that's just. You know, so I was, I was kind of pleasantly surprised to see that, uh, and um, so that, that kind of sticks out. Um,
0: yeah, English is a good guy. He's, he's got a lot of, I think, Kniece background. He's very biomechanically sound where he's got what I call a higher <laughs> standard for hitters, right? And, I, and I'm totally into the video. I love video. I started with that. You opened my eyes to that with positional hitting. But then I, I kind of took it a step further and said, well, how do we know what we're looking at if we don't know what we're looking for? And so I had kind of a similar with English, Be I didn't have a kinesiology background from college, but I was all self-taught. I had that passionate curiosity you talk about in learning how the body's supposed to move, how it breaks down, how it performs better, and and that was the thing. So. Let's take a look at human movement principles that are validated by science, whether that be physics, biomechanics, or body work, or engineering principles, right? And then let's look at now, too, on video, how are the best doing what they're doing? Because there's certain things like Bryce Harper, back in the day, probably about two, three years ago, he's kind of fixed it to now, but he used to roll his head, his, uh, you know, as a lefty his left ear would crash into his left shoulder. And I've seen a few videos where after his swing, his helmet falls off. Like it's not from running, it's from how voracious his head or aggressive his head movement was in rolling to the side uh, towards his ear. And uh, Prince Fielder did the same thing and he ended up costing him his career. I don't know if that was the exact thing that caused it, but he would swing Prince Fielder Left ear, lefty again, left ear just diving into, crashing into his left shoulder as he swung. And he was so aggressive when he swung. And you know, how many times, how many hundreds of thousands of swings did he take, over and over and over? Eventually, you're going to wear a hole in your neck. And the poor guy, uh, I think, got, his career got cut short. So. You know, we look at a, a move like that, like Bryce Harper or, or Prince Fielder rolling their head, and we say, "Okay, is that an optimal move, or is that a not optimal move?" We all know that those two hitters are are supreme; they're elite hitters. But is that move teachable? Should we be teaching the, that move to youth hitters or, or coaches to teach their hitters? And you know, you have to ha- you kind of have to know what you're looking for, uh, or uh, to know what you're looking at. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh-
1: you know, it, I think I, I think it, it can get very confusing to to really piece out mechanically what is the best thing to do. Now, now there are a lot of people who just want to back out of the game and say there is no best way to swing. You know, <laughs> yep. um, it's all relative. You have to find your own swing. <laughs> you know, I'm sure everyone out there has heard these yep. phrases. Okay. What these guys have done is they 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 quit. They they looked in the mechanics for a little while. It was too frustrating, and they backed out. They've decided, you know, there's no best way to swing. Now I I you know 100% disagree with that. You know, like yeah. um, there is a best way to swing. So, but it's there. It is hard, man. It's hard to pick it out to piece it out because you know. Uh, well, first of all, a lot of, a lot of swing coaches out there will use just a major league baseball player to give as an example to, to what they teach. Front, and this yeah. is a big mistake. I mean, there are, you know, swing flaws are, are abundant in major league. It doesn't mean just cause you made it to the major leagues. Like Tom Mimanski had a video back in the day, yep. the mechanics of the major league swing or something like that, you know? Um, and, and that kind of tells you right there, like, and he was, he was just kind of picking any, like, <laughs> if you watch his videos, which I have done lately, I've, I've done so much research on what other people teach yeah. lately. Like, that's my new, um, thing, uh, uh, which I'd never did before. Um, and, and so I would watch these Tom Amaski videos and he does, he, he brings up pictures. He kind of pulls up pictures of, of guys who are just you know, average major league baseball player. And so that's the one, that's a big mistake, um, that's out there. Um, we have to pick the right models and two, even when you have guys who are just dominating, um, you know, did they have, is, is it that they're dominating year after year? Is it that they're six foot eight and you know, 250 pounds? Maybe that helps. Is is it that maybe some of the other skills of hitting are at a high level, and maybe their mechanics are not at such a high level, um, but they fool you because everything else is is at a high level, right? So, right. Uh, I mean, Barry Bonds is one example. Like Barry Bonds, I'm not saying his swing is terrible or was terrible, but um, obviously he was a great player before, you know, the uh, the steroids. But um, you know, some guys are grabbing him and taking him as the ideal model. And, and I think that's a huge mistake. Uh, you know, if you take it back to before he blew up, uh, you know, he, he was hitting very well, but, I mean, very, very well. Let's, I mean, obviously, but not, not, at the, not at the Ruth level, not at the Williams level, not at the Mike Trout level, not at the Ken Griffey level. Um, so, we really have to pick the right models. We have to then, you know, p- try to piece out the best we can where their skills were in the other areas of hitting, um, and uh, and and try to really distill what the what the best mechanics are. And and again, there is that group of people that don't think that there's any best way to swing there's always you know there's that group of people but for everyone else who is still in the game um you know uh i think it's important to to just uh be aware that you know like to have sort of a, a a good system for for figuring out mechanics mechanics is only one of five in my book five skills of of hitting um, it is, to me, the most important, and at the same time, it's also the easiest to, to, to get. So it's like a really exciting area of hitting because you can literally, like, propel yourself to the best hitter on your team in a single instant of understanding. Right. You can't do that with any other skill. I mean, pitch recognition, it's a brick-by-brick, brick, you know, skill. Uh, strength and speed brick by brick. You're going to build that over year, over year, over year. Um, hand eye coordination. To me, that's pretty tapped out by, you know, by little league. I don't think there's too much, you know, I bought into the whole hand eye coordination thing as a kid. And so I learned how to juggle and ride a unicycle and do the both at the same time. And, mm. you know, uh, toss pins with my friends, uh, and my uncle, um, you know, I, I, I just was so focused on, pit, on, uh, hand-eye coordination. Um, but, uh, anyways, you know, and there are other skills too, uh, just your mental approach is a skill. And that is also something, you know, uh, that, that is built for the most part over time. Um, however, that could be something where there's a, you know, something you could learn just a little, you know, a little, uh, uh, a tip from somebody could propel you completely. Like maybe they recommend you do some sort of meditation uh, exercise for five minutes before a game. And suddenly, you know, it, 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 I know for me mentally, one of the best things I ever did was visualize myself having the worst game possible and reacting, not just having the worst game, but then reacting um, as classy as I possibly could to that four strikeout game, right? Right. Like maybe it's is walking on. back to the dugout uh, with my head up and, um, you know, uh, not freaking out, not, you know, getting all upset. And, you know, maybe just visualizing that for five minutes, you know, could could really be, uh, it could really make you improve your mental side in a single instant. But to me, mechanics just provides you with, you know, that single moment where everything changes.
0: Right. I agree. Totally. Yeah. Stoicism, the getting a Headspace app. I, I was just talking to Dr. Tom Hansen, who wrote the Heads Up Baseball and you know, if you ever read that, that was a life changer, career changer. Oh, no. I school. haven't. Yeah. Huh. So he wrote that with uh, the late Dr. Ken, Ken Raviza. Yeah, back in '94, I think, and I I got that my hands on that book in '95, and it was like my junior year, sophomore year in high school. Um, but he talks a lot about that kind of stuff too, and breathing and whatnot. Um, but but hey, man, I want to be re, uh, respectful of your time, and uh, I know we're going to be jumping on a on a call, you and me, a uh, Zoom one here later in the week to talk about hitting a little bit more. So we'll we'll open up yeah. probably on some of these subjects a little bit more. Um, but where can we, where can others get more information on you? Where can they find you?
1: Uh, the swing Um, and, uh, on YouTube, I'm just Jamie Savalas, uh, spelled with a C, the last name. Um, if you put in the swing mechanic, uh, you'll, you'll get my website, um, uh, Twitter, I'm Jamie Savalas and, uh, Instagram, the swing mechanic. So it's either Jamie Savalas or the swing mechanic and you'll find me.
0: And you're doing pretty good about putting out content every time I log on. Twitter is kind of my... Uh, I don't troll it per se, but I just, I I try not to engage a lot of people, but I see you posting quite a bit. So there's, so that's a good thing. It's always good when, when I see you guys that are out there doing stuff more frequent and whatever. So anybody that's on those just, yeah, search either Jamie's name or the swing mechanic and you'll find them. But Hey man, I, I appreciate your time and I know you're a busy guy. So uh, we'll maybe we'll do a take two, take three later on, but I'm looking forward to our, our call at the end of this week. Absolutely, Joey. Me too. All right, brother. We'll take care and, and we'll talk in a couple of days. Sounds good. All right, brother. Take care, everyone. Thanks. Right. bye Bye-bye.